0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast with me, your host, Verona. I'm glad you're here. If you're new here, welcome to the show. Think of me like your favorite girlfriend. We are having a cup of coffee, tea, or we are out for food. I'm a coffee fan, but when I'm hungry, I've got to eat some food and then drink some coffee afterwards if I need it. Think of this show like that. Get your notepad, get your hot drink, get your coffee, come as you are, come in your PJs, listen to me while you're cooking the dinner, wherever you are. I hope you are ready to listen to this jam-packed episode episode before we get into today's episode and we're talking about how to know what the best diet is for you. Now if you're somebody who started your nutrition journey this 2022 and your goal was to lose 20 pounds for the year of 2020 and you set a new year's resolution and now almost at the end of February that new year's resolution is nowhere to be found, then my sister friend this episode is for you. Now my friends, let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome to VA Nutrition Coaching the podcast you are tuned in for another weekly episode and I am your host Verona and I'm so glad you're here. I'm here to give you mindset focused nutrition weight loss advice that you can keep off for the long term. It's not about restrictive diets here. It's not about cutting out carbohydrates. It's definitely not about cutting out your favorite foods in order to lose weight that quite frankly as soon as we've lost it, we end up regaining it and a little bit more. No friends, I'm here to give you real talk no nonsense weight loss that you can actually achieve realistically and keep it off. I'm a faith-based woman also keep keeping it real when it comes to weight loss and keeping it real when it comes to nutrition, helping you do things you can actually sustain for a long term. Now, friends, let's get into today's episode. Now, I want to ask you, what is the right diet for you? Do you have that question? Have you ever asked the question, what is the right diet? Because you might have tried keto and you might have had BO and you might have had other parts of your body perspirating and you're smelling like bacon and cheese. That's not the way to lose weight, my friends. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to season two. I have done two episodes in the ABCs of weight loss section about keto. I'm telling you what the Prove It Huns don't tell you when they are promoting their programs, they're promoting their MLM schemes to get you to lose fat fast, but none of them tell you this is what happens to your body. I'm going to spoil it for you, I'm going to let you go and listen to that and I will also link it in the show notes below. But when it comes to the diet, is there actually one diet that actually works for everybody? Now I'm going to be real with you, the answer to that question is no, of course there isn't one diet that works for everybody because if there was, we wouldn't be in the obesity pandemic. So I've kind of talked about this before in in early seasons and in in the early stages of the podcast, but now on the season that I'm walking in, now in the season of this podcast, I've given you the tools and now we're going to put this into practice. We're looking at this like a cake. So you're getting the dry ingredients, then you mix with the wet ingredients and then the third stage, which is where we are now, this is where you're about to take it out of the oven and you're about to get the finished product, whether it's a cake, whether it's bread, freshly baked bread from the store or freshly baked bread yourself without the preserve and you know exactly what's gone into the bread and you take it out and the whole house is filled with that lovely warm aroma of the bread or the cake man that is nothing like if you're a baker or you love bread or you love cakes and treats and I'm sorry if I'm making you hungry but there is nothing like having that best feeling or you finish the product you finish icing the cake and you see the person's face once they received it this is where we're at on this stage of the podcast we've gone through the beginning stages we've gone through how you lose weight what you need to do we've done all of that now we're trying to get you the results and if you're struggling to get results, you want more of a one-to-one approach rather than the 20 minutes here and 20 minutes there on the podcast, then you need to book yourself a nutrition planning roadmap with me. Go to the website via forward slash nutrition dash session and you'll be able to book your session with me there. So one of the questions that I get asked a lot is about diets. What is the right diet for you to do? Now let's go into the definitions of what diet is very quickly. Now when it comes to the word diet, it has two meanings. Diet is the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis as a lifestyle so many people can have an unhealthy diet you might say you might identify that you have an unhealthy diet at the moment because there's no fruits there's no vegetables there's no balance and there's no nutrients in your diet it's just very fatty stodgy processed fatty fried foods all of that stuff and then it kind of causes extra adipose tissue that we don't want and it causes other problems when it comes to our bodies like inflammation we don't lose the weight as quick as we want to and we're putting our bodies at risk of other health diseases. The other definition of diet then is restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight or for medical reasons. Now when it comes to that the key is in the name a diet is restriction and that's why so many people when you're restricting yourself Monday to Friday you end up going for a free for all on the weekend. You may have planned to have a treat because you quote unquote deserve it but you don't stop at the one. It's because you've been so deprived and so restricted right throughout the week that you end up going and losing all control and that cycle keeps happening so that eventually once you step back on the scales if you're somebody who uses it and you see that there's a weight gain not overnight but your consistent behaviors of eating three four five thousand six thousand calories per day and it can be done you can have a whole eight slice pizza for yourself with some chicken wings that could be well over 1200 calories in that one meal and if you have ice cream that might be five to six hundred calories for that tub so you can see how quickly just because they're treats you can see how quickly the calories start to add up and I've been there when I injured my rotator cuff I was full of guilt and I was full of shame and I would drown my sorrows in a tub of cookie dough ice cream especially when I saw that they came out with a vegan option I was like oh my gosh but to be honest with you we don't have the same size ice cream that you guys have if you're in the states 500 milliliter tubs of ice cream over here I think it's milliliters 500 ice cream is like half of the tub one bowl is as half of the tub and they go for five pounds so they design it it's almost like they design it or they set us up to sabotage us or to fail us because the minute that you've had a decent sized bowl of ice cream you might as well have had the whole tub and that is kind of strategic I believe that's kind of strategic. that's my own opinion because if you remember back in the day when you were you were younger and your parents used to buy the napolitan ice cream the strawberry the chocolate and the vanilla they still have that there is no way that that tub of ice cream is finishing in one sitting so it's kind of like and i might have got my measurements wrong a little bit there but when you're in that little circular tub that happens it's kind of designed it feels like it's designed to set you up for failure and to also set you up for going for more because they're not putting enough ice cream in the container anyway now if you're in the states you might have gallons or pints of ice cream which is a lot bigger than ass over here. But that doesn't mean that one person can need to sit and eat that, but it can actually happen in a one sitting very, very easily. So when it comes to those things now, now I've given you the diets, the definition of diet, it's no wonder that we continue to sabotage ourselves and we continue to do the same patterns over and over again. And we're like, what's going on? What's wrong with me? It isn't you. It's the things and the methods that you're doing that are causing you to constantly come back to this place without first dealing and addressing the root cause now I've I've talked about it in other seasons on the podcast and I'll continue to talk about it in when I do my more mindset my my mindset podcast and I also talk about it in the mindset focused part of the coaching training that we do so when it comes to mindset there are so many things that can come and sabotage us one of them is those mindsets where we're like what am I doing wrong and we forget that actually there's been key intentions before we go to buy the ice cream they have key intentions on how much ice cream they're going to put into it what they're going to the packaging that they're going to design it into and you're buying one container and that is definitely not going to be enough it's not enough for me when I was drowning my sorrows when I got injured it's not going to be enough for you if you're somebody who likes to have that ice cream especially if you stress eat you emotionally eat or you comfort eat. Now when it comes to finding the right diet for you remembering the word diet actually means the way that you eat as a lifestyle or restricting yourself from food or for medical reasons. Now the latter if you are on a diet for medical reasons it's more than likely that's going to be induced by a professional person with you a doctor a dietitian or a nutritionist is going to give you a prescribed meal plan based on your medical issues and your medical conditions that you have in order to match and build up a healthy foundation of nutrition. If you're having to download a meal plan from Joe Bloggs on the internet, it's very likely that you are either going to just be restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight and not for medicinal purposes. So how then do you choose what the right way to eat is for you? Now I'm going to give you this one tip here now. Tip number one is you find the way of eating that fits into your lifestyle, where you don't have to follow or be pushed into following a list of do's and don'ts, where you end up recycling the same habits and the same patterns of restricting in the week. You have the mentality where I deserve it, it's a treat, I can't wait for cheat day. Then the cycle happens over and over again and you keep on cycling the same 5, 10, 15 or 20 pounds and you keep asking yourself, what are you doing wrong? It is the method that you're following looking for things to do and you're not going to the right methods to actually do this for the long term. Now my off the cuff second tip is don't diet. If you want to lose weight, Don't restrict yourself to lose weight. Think of another way that you can do it without having to restrict yourself from food. You don't have to cut out carbohydrates unless you've been medically advised to. You do not have to cut out fat and then eat low-fat yogurts, which are then full up with loads of sugar to help it taste like, to help it be as close to the original as possible. You don't need to be afraid of proteins. Unless you have an already underlying health condition to do with your kidneys and other areas, then your doctors and your medical care professional team will advise you on how much protein you should have. This should never be something that you are trying to guess if you're having to search the internet for hours and hours and hours and you're having to ask these questions in facebook groups or community groups to strangers who don't necessarily know you you're having to ask those questions over and over again and you're getting conflicted by the research and the, the research and the choices that you're doing it's more than likely that you are trying to find the information as opposed to it being told to you so there are different things when you're trying to do that it's about remembering the source that you're getting your information from which brings me on to my third tip is why do you want to diet why do you want to diet? the second is don't diet but the third is why do you want to diet and that's the reason why are you trying to change now when I say the word diet the word that I'm using here the meaning that I'm using is the way that you eat on a life the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis as a lifestyle so you're you're asking yourself and I've talked about it in last in the last episode is why do you want to lose weight so it's the same sort of questioning that you're asking is why do I want to go on a diet why do I want to do keto for example, if you're looking at keto, it's why do I want to do keto? Oh, because you can lose fat fast, but you can also have detrimental issues to your health that you cannot see internally that you're not that you unable to see. And it was reported very recently last year, and it was reported last year that there was somebody, unfortunately, that lost her life due to her kidneys being overloaded to the pressure of keto. Now, the ketogenic lifestyle was introduced for children who have epilepsy as a way to help manage their condition. That's the only reason why anybody should be on the ketogenic. Lifestyle. Now, I know a lot of doctors do this to be able to recommend this to their clients, but some doctors are not always qualified in nutrition, so it's always an idea to get a second opinion. And you are the person who knows your body better than anybody else. The ketogenic diet is not a lifestyle; it is a diet, a form of restriction. But it was intentionally created to help children with epilepsy. That is the only reason why anybody should do it. And if you're a grown adult, it's something that you should ask yourself. Why do I really want to do the ketogenic diet? I encourage you to go to listen to my two-part series that I did on keto that tell you the real truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth that the ketogenic lifestyle fails to admit that when you are encouraged, you get encouraged by what you see, but you have no idea what's going on internally to you you. And when you start to really do those dig deep, those deep dives into the reasons why you want to do things, that is where you will either find you have got more reasons for, or you have more reasons against it. And then it kind of comes real to you. You have to kind of look at it and be like, what am I trying to do this for? Am I trying to follow fashion? Am I trying to follow Sandy, Sally and Sue? And I'm trying to do all of these things that everybody else is doing, but I know I love bread and I'm trying to restrict myself from bread when I know I like it. I'm going to be hangry. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm definitely not going to be fun to be around and I might smell in places that I should not be smelling in am I actually ready to do that if you're married and you've got children and you've got children of the age that they're really honest believe me they're going to tell you about yourself if you've got young children of that age the young children when they get to that age they're so honest and that's what I love about children they are brutally honest and they're bold they've got no fear because when we get that that fear means we're relentless we're not afraid to do anything so so that tip is about telling you and understanding why you want to diet so that's why you want to diet my my tips are don't diet. what a diet is don't diet and why you want to diet those are the three tips and the fourth tip is when you're trying to find a way of eating you're finding a way of eating that you can do for a lifetime if you find that in the past you've done diets and you just cannot stick to it after a certain period of time you get over the honeymoon period that's ended and the fight the phase and the excitement has ended and reality hits now this is how you're supposed to eat for the rest of your life no bread no sweets no treats no cake. When your children don't have any, you've only got 1500 calories to play with. You've only got 1200 calories to play with. You are constantly obsessing about food. You're looking at food pictures. You are spending hours and hours looking for how many calories can go into this. How many calories are going into that? Yes, it might bring you an awareness into how many calories you eat, but it also brings a sense of guilt and it brings a sense of shame. And that's something that you have to ask yourself. Can you do this for the rest of your life? Now, if your answer to that That question is a hell to the no, no, no then that gives you the answer that you should not be doing this diet. If you cannot put it in your lifestyle, it doesn't fit into your lifestyle without you having to drastically change everything you do. And if your children are going to give you their peace of mind when they, you try to get them to do this, and your husband is going to be against it, this is another indicator that it's not going to fit into your lifestyle, that you are going to have to make too many changes that are unrealistic, that are unsustainable for you. And then what happens is you are likely to regress and go fall back into your old habits. And and then start the cycle all over again. Now, when it comes to finding the right diet that fits you, it's about taking into consideration these three things and being considerate about you, being considerate about what you've done, being considerate about what you've worked. Now, when we do the deep dive nutrition roadmap in session, whether you're doing it on a one-to-one basis or you're doing it in the program, this is one of the questions that I ask is what diets have you tried before? And I actually ask what has worked for you, what worked and what didn't. And the reason why I do that, it's about understanding your history so that we can rechange that and transform your body by changing the way that you think it's about implementing some of the things that you have done and you have that haven't worked to be able to formulate a plan for you that will work because there's no point in repeating things that have not worked for you there's no point in doing that because you might get used to being in that pattern and that cycle over and over again if it doesn't work and you're having to do too many changes too many things at once it's causing you more stress than it's worth then these are indications these are red flags if you like that these things that you're trying to go to desperately trying to keep up with the Joneses, these things are not working for you, but it's nothing to be ashamed of if it doesn't work. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean that you are the problem. And I want to end on this. Just because your diet failed you, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. And that's why I use the client-centered approach in my coaching. And the client-centered approach is coming alongside you, equipping you, encouraging you, motivating you to find and build a plan that works and fits in your lifestyle. You are not a square peg trying to fit into a round hole desperately trying to fit into that hole because everybody else has had success. You might say, I've lost five pounds, I've lost 10 pounds. But the constant message that you keep saying is, I can't do it. I can't do it. It made me unhappy. It created an unhealthy attachment and unhealthy relationship with food. So you came away from that diet with more issues than you actually had when you went into the diet and you're still having to heal your relationship with food and the weight that you regained before you actually started it. These are the ways to look at it logistically. I know as females, we can be emotional and there's nothing wrong with being emotional. Let's own that. Let's be emotional beings. That's what we are. But also adopt the logistical mindset and part of our brain. That is logistically, how did this fit into my life? logistically was it more of a chore than it was a pleasure? And if you're asking these logical questions without you're stripping away the emotion, oh you know what? But Sally's doing it. Sally looks so good on it. Oh you know what? I did really like counting my points. I was only allowed fifteen, but I really liked it. Oh you know what weighing was amazing. Was the weighing that amazing when you publicly got fat shamed if you gained weight? because that weight might be because you're pre-menopausal or you are actually had too many carbohydrates that before simple carbohydrates and you've got water retention or let's be honest, you haven't gone to the toilet for a number two and that's all up in your chunk at the minute. That's all that stuff is in your stomach and it's all kind of floating around there. It needs to go somewhere or you dehydrated. But that fat shaming when you go to your slimming clubs and they publicly fat shame you in women you might know and women that you don't know when you're halfly practically in your underwear in front of a room full of strangers being publicly fat shamed because you've gained weight which actually might not even be weight in itself it's just a water retention but they don't tell you that now if that's the kind of thing that you want to continue to do go ahead and do that I don't know why you would but if some people might choose they want to continue to do that but these are the questions that you're asking logically to yourself do you want to continue to go through that I hope the most of you the majority of you would say actually no I don't want to continue to do that because even I wouldn't want to continue to do that and point is you can choose to say no to it you do not have to do anything that you do not want to do you don't have to work with me you don't have to sign up for the programs you don't even have to listen to this podcast if you got to the end thank the lord I, I thank you that you're still here but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do and that still comes down to food. You don't have to eat it because your husband has brought it upstairs, you don't have to eat the bread because it's freshly baked, you don't have to eat it at that time especially if you just haven't eaten. Oftentimes we make the choice to, sometimes it can be it seems like it's on autopilot but we're aware of the choices that we're doing, I just can't resist. Of course you can but you're not in the practice of resisting and in fact you don't have to resist all of the time, you can absolutely say No, I don't want to eat it and then don't eat it. So there are different things, different mentalities and different mindsets that you can develop along the way. But these are some of the questions, especially when you start asking logically, have this thing been completed? Friends, this is the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. If you're in the States, please snap a picture for me and send it to me via email or tag me in your stories at VA Nutrition Coaching. I'd love to see how this season three is helping you. And I also want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're in the UK, thank you. And you listen to this podcast, I love you. If you're in the US, wherever you listen from, I love you, thank you. I have just found out that I have made the UK's top 25 nutrition coaching podcasts in the top 10. Now I've got some goals to work up that, but I just want to say thank you for you in the UK and you listen. Do share it with people who you know would like this real talking, no-nonsense, science-based nutrition advice that actually can help you to get weight loss, not just losing the weight because if you've tried any diet and you've lost weight, we know that you can. It's about helping you to choose a way and a lifestyle of eating that fits with you and your family so you're not trying to juggle here, juggle there as if you're a puzzle. This is what this podcast is for and I'm so happy I can be your podcast host and your wingwoman to help you lose the weight and keep it off for a lifetime until we catch up in the next episode friends thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode can't wait to catch you on the next one but if you found some value in today's episode don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message friends don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at va nutrition coaching which is the same on all other social media platforms if you don't have social media you can hit me up on email support at va nutrition coaching if you want to sign up to work with me even the group coaching program or the six-month coaching program all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends